Welcome back to Fitness Unplugged After Hours FAQs. We are two trainers from Indiana answering client questions from the previous week to help provide answers and perspective on common health and wellness topics. I'm Adam Jacobson from Uberfit. I'm Danielle DeRochick with Black Diamond Strength, and let's get into it. So my question this week was a little bit more on the goal setting side. And um, this particular client, we work a little bit more nutrition-wise, and so we do have a sit-down conversation every week. But her question is, you know, how do I get my significant other in on these goals, and how can we set some of these goals together? Because, you know, you hear it often, well, I want to lose weight, but my significant other, my spouse doesn't really want to follow a diet, or I'm not getting that type of support at home and so it's how to you know how can I have this conversation how can I get them involved um, and kind of stuff like that so there's obviously so many ways and so many pieces of advice that someone can give here so um, try it if it works awesome if it doesn't there's more to talk about there's a lot of ways to go about this I'm not saying that this is the best or the you know worst advice ever however this is what we talked about one thing would be to come together and have a conversation and share what your goals are, whether it's weight loss or just wanting to eat healthier, have better uh, biometric screenings and things, you know, just going to depend on what your health goal is. But then same way that I have a conversation with you and we only pick one or two goals at a time to work on. Okay. Because now think about it, you're bringing another person into your goal and you can't do a complete 180 on your partner, all right? Because neither one of you then are going to be able to achieve this goal. So if you guys work together on picking one or two things that you both feel like you can make a change in or sacrifice or add into your routine, that's where that's how you are going to be able to take your partner on this journey with you. You didn't make all these changes overnight and neither is that partner okay so finding a common ground on how you can achieve this goal could be a much safer approach meaning like hey i really want to work on losing weight how about we try to add in a little bit um, you know more servings of fruits and vegetables and then you guys just try to that you're not taking away anything from them either you're actually adding something in and you guys can find new recipes or new ways to prepare something a little bit healthier into your your meal or your dinner something like that or um, another a a different client what they ended up doing was um, twice a week they get those meal boxes where you prepare the meal and you cook it at home like a hello fresh and what they did since it's already portioned out there's no extra there's no leftover but then they are able to pick out what meals they want and they cook together at home instead of rather than going out or preparing too much where you can overeat. Um, and, and this same same client of mine, what they ended up doing is they decided at the beginning of the week what days they were going to have alcohol. Like, what do we mm-hmm. have going on this week? Okay, we're going out with so-and-so on Friday. How about we don't have any alcohol until Friday? Yeah. And we avoid it during the week so that way we are reducing a caloric intake and alcohol intake until this day so just including your partner into the conversation and setting goals that are realistic for both of you 
I think is an easier approach rather than than going the more accusatory approach of why won't you ever follow along with what I want to do or this is what I need to do can you be supportive you know he this this partner also is setting this goal with you so you finding a way that you guys can both meet in the middle for any goal Mm -hmm. is going to be the the best way to do this um and get creative with it it doesn't always have to be a dietary goal it could be going for a walk after dinner together instead of watching the TV. You know, you, there's a lot of different things that based on your partnership and what you guys like and enjoy, you can come up with. But yeah. just remember, you're asking your partner to make this change too. So you, you can't do a 180 and yeah. throw all of the food away in the kitchen and, and yeah. expect it to go well. No, it won't. It won't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Most likely not. And I would say... Uh, you have to re- you have to think about how motivated most people myself could like have to get to be ready to make a change like that mm-hmm. and it's high because I, I, otherwise everybody would be in perfect shape that they wanted to be because everybody knows you know how to do it mm-hmm. for the most part like the knowledge is out there the internet exists the knowledge is there it's just how can you stick to it so you have to be really motivated to make a big change like that and just because you are you can't expect your partner to match that energy mm-hmm. by default they might be and that'd be great because then then you guys are like golden because you guys yeah. are both on the same team towards the same goal and you're off and running but i mean it's just like not likely that they're going to be as pumped as you are in that moment exactly otherwise they would have came to you first or unless you guys met in the kitchen you're like guess what guess what guess what like yeah you, you know like you're not these aren't going to stars aren't going to align like that and uh to your point about communication, I, I would say that you you almost have to um, because otherwise you would set yourself up for, um, like you have to tell them that it's important to you because if they're not cooperating, uh, they may be unknowingly sabotaging you and then you're frustrated but then when they don't know that they're doing anything wrong. So exactly. for example, like, they think they're doing something nice for you. Like you come home from work and they've got spaghetti and meatballs and garlic bread, whatever. And they're like, I think I'm doing something nice for you. You're mm-hmm. like, you just never support my goals to like, you know, yeah. get in sh- Like you just, I can't eat all this. And then they're like, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So, and, that, and that's like a big example, but there'll be little stuff, you know, along the way that they don't, they're going to feel supported, you know, so exactly. you have to make sure that that even even if you're not pulling them into it, you have to let them know of like, well, this is really important to me. Yeah, for sure. So like, I would love to do it together. You don't have to. You, you get, don't have to. Yeah, yeah that because was no one's gonna point. be. Mm-hmm. If they're not ready to do it, you making them do it is gonna make them resent the process and you for making yeah. them do it. So now you've got a double. Exactly. You know, and again, not relationship advice guy. No, We're yeah. both unmarried individuals, right? Too. So like. But just seeing other clients and seeing this play out multiple times, mm-hmm. you know, as a as a we've uh, had practice runs through our clients. yeah right yeah. so <laughs> if you and like our own personal relationships Insurance. obviously yeah. but like you know I would never expect you know my girlfriend to live the way that I do either because like you know mm-hmm. the trainer lifestyle and like the rigidity of you know programming and diet and things like that it's not super glamorous it's actually not for everybody Mm -hmm. and i don't think i'm better than anybody for doing that it's just like i wouldn't expect somebody else to live that way because it's restrictive 
And there are a lot of things you have to give up and you have to only give those things up if you want to, not because mm-hmm. somebody else wants you to. Yeah. You know? And I mean, if your partner doesn't necessarily want to make these changes with you, still communicating the changes that you're wanting to make. Yeah. And so they understand. And, and at the end of the day, you are responsible for your progress. Yes. Well, and also if they like, they see you doing it, uh, I think about it this way a lot of times too. Like part of me doing it is setting example for people around me to do it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so like they can jump on your train two weeks in and be like, now I'm ready. Yeah. Now I'm ready to do it. Like you just can't expect them to be ready right when you want it to be yep. ready. Your motivation and their motivation are most likely never going to be aligned right. at the same time. Right. But yeah. they can. But if you stick to it, mm-hmm. they can jump on with you as you are getting down the road. They're gonna be like, because also nothing's more motivating than like, you know, uh, you see. So nothing's more motivating than the results mm-hmm. for yourself. But also motivating is seeing results in other people mm-hmm. and witnessing it happening, and then looking in the mirror and being like, "All right, come on, man. Yeah. Like, it's my turn now. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got to be there. To my face. Yeah. There's a literally a path." We live the same life. Yep. They're doing it. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? Like, yeah. You got to have that conversation with yourself. Um, so that, yeah, I think, the, but the communication, not not expecting them to do it, but definitely making sure that they know that you're serious yeah. about doing it. And if that, par- if that partner is open to trying those things, then incorporate, I guess I should have flipped the way we talked about this, but then incorporate some of those changes that you can do together. Yeah. And, and both of you have input and a say in, in yep. what it is that you're changing. But then you have permission to hold each other accountable exactly. when they're in because then you're on the same team mm-hmm. and it's not like a, a condoning of like, hey, did you work out today? And you're like, what do you think? I'm fat. Like, yeah. It's not getting that conversation. It's, hey, did you work out today? Because we're like, I know we're both trying to stay on this. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here for you. It's not yeah. an accusatory. It's like, it's not you go do, it's let's go do. Exactly. Grab your hand, let's go do. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, funny story about it. I'm working um, on getting ready for the summer, sure. right? And we all know by now, episode probably almost 40, I yep. love sweets. <laughs> um, and one day yeah, I was there just was a drinking game really, this. really <laughs> wanted a sweet. And my boyfriend was at the grocery store and I said, so you want to pick me up some candy? And he goes, this is a trap and I know it because he knew what yep. my goals were. Yeah. And he said... If I don't get the candy, then I'm a bad boyfriend. If I do get the candy, I'm not supporting your goals. Yeah. And he goes, what do you actually want? And I said, don't give me the candy. Smart. But, but give me the candy. <laughs> <laughs> I just want the option now. Yeah. Needless to say, I did not get the candy. Hey, nice to be done. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, just, I don't know, just approach it with open and, and honesty and just understand that you, even if your partner doesn't want to do these things with you, you can still do them. Yeah, and you almost, you should, once you decide, no takesies, backsies. Exactly. If you decide you're doing it. Do it. Yeah, own it. Cool. Okay. All right, what, what was your question? Okay, so I was discussing with a client, like, what, basically we were, like, trying to think through, um, you know, what, what the body was capable of when pressed to the absolute limit. So, like, uh, you know, our conversation was, um, something to the effect of if we just lined up all humans on a on a baseline, you know, a start line, and just had them run as far as they could, you know, with their life on the line, like how far do you think people would get? Hmm. 
interesting. You can ponder that yeah, one on your own. You have some interesting conversations. Yeah. Well, it's fun to hear. I like asking the same question to like six different people over the course of the day. And get, uh-huh. like, hear what everyone's interesting. Yeah. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, in that note, we started to talk about okay, what is the hardest like workout you can do? Um, and like, so things that come to mind, like running a marathon. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one that the Murph comes to mind because we talk about that a lot. I was thinking about Murph, yeah. If you don't know what Murph is, it's three, what, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300. Well, a um, mile to start. Right, and a mile. I think it's either a mile or a mile and a half on, on either end wearing a weight vest. So mm-hmm. it's a it's a beast. Uh, if you do it the right way. Yeah, with partition. The vest. You can Google Murph. Yeah. It's a, there's like some CrossFit workouts that come up in Fran. Mm. Um, I don't even know what these are, but they're all named yeah. after their women's names or names. I don't even know if you always say women's names anymore. Yeah. Names of people that do stuff. Um, stuff. Fran, Cindy, those types of things. So yeah, those did some stuff. research. These are not the hardest. There's kind of like, actually, so like it was odd because there was kind of like, I wouldn't say consensus online because there's not consensus online or anything, but <laughs> what is the hardest workout that you can do? Okay, so this is Guy, buckle up. This guy's <laughs> name, uh, didn't even write down his first name. I'm on um, my seat. His last name is, I think it's Dan. Uh, it's His last name is Wildman. Um, W-I-L-D-M-A-N. So he was a, he competed in tri, nine triathlons. He did the 3,000 mile race across America on a bike. Aspen downhill ski race Whoa. and both New York and LA marathons. Okay. So this guy is like weird, like, I mean, it's like a weird eclectic group of it. It's not like he just runs. Like, so he's running, biking, he's doing, like, skiing and stuff. Like, strange, right? So, also, sailing. So, he, let's see here. He won a Chicago Yacht Club's famed Mackinac races th- uh, three times. He snowboards. He, uh, he snowboards with the Olympic downhill champion, Tommy Moe, whoever that is. Um, and two years ago, he paddled through the entire chain of Hawaiian islands on a surfboard. Like, this guy is just, like, doing these odd, like, physical achievements of all types, right? So, and this guy popularized this workout, and I had to sit down and do all the math on it, because it was laid out, but it's, are you looking at it Yeah, now? by okay. the way, his first name is Don. Don, okay, I thought it was Dan. So, it's 32 exercises in a circuit, um, so it's, like, broken into, like, I think 16 circuits um some of them are just one exercise some of them are three yeah um and it's, a lot of it's really common stuff like it's like dips crunches presses you know very like basic exercises there's some weird stuff in there like there's a lot of like neck extension and neck mm-hmm. rotation exercise weird stuff but so it's Front basically neck, neck flexion yeah mm-hmm. strange stuff i mean i'm sure it's probably valuable um but it's 96 sets 2,730 reps done with no rest in between. Once you start, you're not supposed to stop. And apparently they're really like hardcore about this. If you do it with him, like you get chastised if you stop, but you don't stop until it's all done. So all 96 sets, all the reps, and you do it three days a week. And this is like kind of universally considered to be, and it's like high reps. So if you do the math out on these, like a lot of these sets are like 30, 20 and 10 mm-hmm. like first sets 30 then 20 then 10 some of it's machine stuff some of it's like you know it, it's just i mean it's an incredible amount of volume and i couldn't find anywhere i really want to know this i'm never doing this 
um, but I want to know how long it takes. I couldn't find anywhere where it, it broke down how long it takes, like what a good time is. Because I guess, I mean, if you had three hours, I'm sure this isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. But if you have to get it done in you know X amount of time, I don't know. But I mean, crazy amount of volume. So if you want the, the world's hardest workout, look up Don Wildman um, workout and, is, and you'll find it. He is considered, well, and this was published May 1st of 2008, okay. but back then he was considered the world's healthiest 75-year-old man. Jesus. All right. As so When was that published? May 1st of 2008. Of 08. So 2008. Like 90 yeah. something now? I wonder if he's still alive. So, age, age is not an excuse. Seriously? Because you can do Don Wildman's 2,000 reps of torture. We need to make sure before we sign off. Uh, well, this is not the same Don Wildman. Hopefully he's still alive. We hope Don Wildman is still alive. Um, also, interesting fact, this uh, touched... Uh, or tickled my fancy, I guess, more because of the golf portion of it. But so apparently he invented um, or popularized, um, maybe invented, uh, a, a putter. So he played golf, I guess. So a putter called the Twanger. Hmm. And so it was, this putter was popularized by Sam Sneed, who's like one of the five best golfers of all time in like the 50s, 60s, 40s, 50s, 60s, maybe. Um, but. Uh, this is short because I know nobody else cares about this but uh, so in the 1966 PGA Championship Sam Snead was putting and he double hit the ball which you can't do it counts as an extra stroke you can't hit the ball twice so he changed to um, this odd side side saddle putting style where it basically looks it's like a staggered stance and you're down in like croquet style oh and just so he's like hand low, like near the ball, and it's very, you know, it's not you can't do that now. It's outlawed um, oh. the style, but uh, like this guy Wildman like popularized and like marketed the twanger um, and sold it, and that was like one of his like weird. He's just like into like these. Re- he's like the ultimate Renaissance man. Like yeah, like imagine just these the only two things you said you did in your life. You paddled through all the Hawaiian Islands on a surfboard, and you marketed and sold a putter, like a putter used by Sam Snead. Like, those two things alone, you'd be like, that's a pretty extraordinary life this guy lived. But it's like all this other stuff. Um, This guy was fascinating to me. Yeah, cool guy. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's fun. Follow that workout and let us know how it goes if you live. You got it. it. Enjoy. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fitness Unplugged. If you want us to answer your question, submit it on our social medias on Instagram at Danny Duro and at UberFitIndy. And then don't forget, if you like this episode, please subscribe and share this one so we can help provide free health and wellness information to a bigger audience. Thanks again.